0: What's up, world, and welcome back to the Vibes and Stuff podcast, where hip hop heads discuss hip hop topics. On this side episode, Jason and myself will be reviewing the new album from Talib Kweli and Diamond D entitled "God." We break down the album and discuss what we like, what we didn't like, share our favorite three tracks, and give the album our final one to ten rating. We'll also discuss whether or not one producer albums are recipe for success and we'll also share what we've been bumping for the past week so with that please kick back and enjoy the show yo yo what's up
1: what's good jason what's up <laughs> d batteries <laughs> they, oh yeah you know what My stuff ain't changed. Wait a minute. Hold on, why ain't that right? Come on. All right, all right. But we back, man,
0: we back. Uh, We about to do a couple of album reviews for the people real quick. Hit them off with a couple of quickie episodes. The first album, man, we gonna review is actually an album that came out uh, a couple weeks back from uh, Conscience MC alumni, Talib Kweli. one half of Black Star, one half of Reflection Eternal. Uh, he's been in the game some 20 plus years now, um, and has always delivered quality work. And he is teamed up with uh, DITC veteran digging in the crates, Diamond B, and they have dropped the project uh, entitled Gotham, which is 10 tracks and clocks in at 35 minutes. And of course, is produced entirely by Diamond B. And you know. I live He kind of had a bad 2020, <laughs> 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 getting banned from Twitter and such, and then the Black Star album getting shelved, and uh, you know, he t- t- took a, his image took a little hit. I ain't going to front his image took a little hit. He, I didn't know he had so much so much material out, but apparently he has nine solo albums, not including the Reflection Eternal projects, not including the Black Star project. Uh, but his discography, to be honest, it suffered from some inconsistencies. I just put it that way. He's he's got good stuff, bad stuff, and everything in between. But uh, I'm gonna just uh, it to you, Jason. What were your thoughts when you heard about this album dropping? Were you excited for it at all?
1: The Gotham album? Yeah. I, I you know what? To be honest with you, I wasn't. Um, I have been. Talib, I, I appreciate that he went through the independent route and, and was setting his stuff up himself when he did his blacksmith stuff. And, uh, mm-hmm. I understand when you go independent, there's a learning curve to the business side of it and you have to try to do some things to get some currency and money to keep it going and so on and so forth. But with that being said... I've always, when you think of Talib, you think of Most Def, excuse me, Yassine Bey. But most, for the most part, the the you, you think of them two as a package, but you know they do their solo stuff like Red Man and Method Man. Right,
0: but right.
1: most, which I'm sorry, I still gotta call them most because I love the name, is <laughs> always been stronger uh, of the two. Mm. Uh, Talib always says poignant things but I just think style wise and consistency most does himself unapologetically and so I've always kind of gravitated to him so when I give Talib a listen it's always with I don't have a lot of expectations of it because he's hit or miss he's inconsistent like you said so far as this project is concerned I was interested in hearing it not on the strength of Talib because the album is actually talib and diamond d right so i was list. i was checking for it on the strength of diamond d um since he did all of the production i was thinking that the effort from talib kwali wouldn't be lackluster beats because a lot of times he he okay with his rhymes but he just picked beats that i might not like in any given time or they just okay absolutely yeah figured that because diamond d was gonna be on it he was gonna have that digging in the crates uh quality about it and it was gonna take it somewhere that you know i i would have been expecting so my expectation was for the album was minimal i it just you know it was like okay i'll check for it but i wasn't like man i gotta check that i gotta get that i gotta get that
0: yeah yeah and i'm, I'm totally with you I, I had the same reaction jason I, uh, I was more excited because of Diamond D than for Kwali because Diamond D is, you know, he, he's got his stripes, man. He's bonafide. You know, he's 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 a dude who doesn't disappoint on the boards. It's like if you can count count on him for anything, you can at least count on him for that, that unapologetic, very boom bapish New York, classic New York sound, you know, and Talib Kwali, one of the things I've kind of criticized him for. With some of his recent work Is that he tries too hard to kind of cross over You know and he does these forced collabos he, he raps over production That really don't suit his flow and his voice And you know that's kind of Hurt his material in the past You know because he Most of his swings and misses Are when he's not with most And when he's not with high tech So you know after after hearing two or three albums of that you just kind of over time you, you grow and grow you grow more and more disinterested right so yeah my my, my interest factor was was minimal too in this project it wasn't until jamil kind of plugged it on on another show that i was like okay i guess I, i'll check it out and then when i saw it was a a good slim 10 tracks it wasn't right. this like 20 track smorgasbord of, of rhymes I was a little bit more open to listening to it. I'm like, okay, it's it's a qu- quick ten tracks. Let me let me see
1: what he's talking about. I'm well, you know, uh, let go me ahead. interject for a second. I, I I think that part of that what you're saying too. I because I don't know why you know they didn't go back to. It's it's like it's something like if something is wrong or something. Why don't they go back to the roots of when they did the Black Star album when they did their Rocket stuff? They was getting beats from, you know. They was getting beats from like J Rawls and uh, Geology and 88 Keys and High Tech, of course. I'm just saying it's a lot of people that they could go to for beats, especially Talib. But it's like they gravitate away from that, and I don't, I've never understood that. I I I get it, but I
0: don't get it. I, I get that you don't want <clears throat> to, as an artist. And I, I, you've probably talked to, to more artists than me, Jason. With sometimes with artists, they get into this mentality where, like, where they like, I don't want to regurgitate what I did before, and I don't want my music to become formulaic. Like, like, oh, I need a new hit. Let me just call the same guy who did my last hit, you know. And yeah, they want to try different things and, 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 quote unquote, push the genre forward.
1: That that's fine. But when you look at people like. Um... Like Jay-Z and Pharrell, or Jay-Z and Timbaland. They, you know, Jay-Z and Pharrell have pushed the envelope, you know, considering that they're mainstream now, but I ain't gonna lie, they got some bangers. You know, or Justin Timberlake and, uh, even though they ain't hip-hop, but Justin Timber- Justin Timberlake and Timbaland, they got some bangers. They, It's a formula that works, and they still could push the envelope, but if that was the case for Talib, then... He did a full album with Mad Lip. Why is he doing another album with Mad Lip? This Black Star album. That's, you know, just yeah. talk about Matt. I'm just saying, he or he'll go to different people. He sticks with a with a decent circle of beats from people. I'm just saying. It's just a certain route that like they struck gold, you know, when they did the Black Star album. Oh yeah. You can keep oh, yeah. it varied, but I'm just saying. They're like, like they were the, like for lack of a better phrase, they were the underground kings. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely,
0: absolutely. So I saw <laughs> yeah, like they, keep, they, keep it they in that the lane. Bible. They wrote right. the Bible on underground hip hop.
1: So. so, so it's like keeping it in that lane. Grab some beats from, you know, reach back, grab some beats, grab some stuff from people that's not known, or even not necessarily unknown, but just some, some raw stuff where you, you know, where you fit into that lane.
0: No, I get you. I get you. I I have asked myself the same thing too. It's like, uh, you know, I'm 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 just I'm still puzzled as to why it's taking this long to do another Black Star project. But then you when you add the the factor that you know there's no sh- shortage of dope producers who would want to work with these guys. It's like yeah, it it does you kind of scratching your head a bit, you yeah, know, that, and,
1: that probably between, but, the, but to ask, but to answer your question, questions, that's probably most deaf issue because that dude probably, they, probably. I,
0: and, and I was going to say too, man, sometimes these producers, man, they, they, they get in a different headspace sometimes too, where like, they might not want to work with a cat because they feel that like, they're not going to pay them what they, what they're worth. For,
1: you oh, know, maybe so, yeah.
0: You know, they'll be like, well, I'm busy with this other project. I can't, I can't devote no headspace to this what you're talking about right now like like artists artists are temperamental like that
1: well I, I i was listening to that to his his podcast with, and he was interviewing mad Lib. yes yes i saw that yep yep he's sitting on crazy beats he is yeah if you look i, I got the i was listening to it from the uh what's the thing y'all talking luminary yeah yeah and he was talking to Marilyn, like, I got to let you check out this. I got to let you check out that. He's sitting on crazy stuff. And it's like, well, he didn't got somebody beat first and didn't want that beat and didn't use it or somebody beat him to it or whatever. Yeah, you know, I understand how that happens because people shop beats. Whoever going to use it, going to use it. But the way, if you listen to that, he's, he's talking about throughout the interview. Yeah, I, mean, I got this beat. I got that beat and this thing. I'm like, dude. Fuck.
0: You said you said run them beats, man.
1: Right. This is like, dude, flip it, don't hit.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. I, I I can't explain it. I, that's a good question. I can't explain it. I, I wish I wish I could interview these guys and, and get a straight answer, but
1: yeah, that'd be the, that'd be the podcast. What's your problem? That's the name. <laughs> right? Starring problem? Jason Stevens. <laughs> hey,
0: hey, man. That's first question. In every everything. What's your problem? Depend on Jason <laughs> to ask the tough I mean, questions It'd it be, it be a
1: hostile interview with your favorite rappers. <laughs> you didn't want to fight after every episode. Then it ends like Illyana <laughs> We
0: we gonna have to play good cop bad cop. I'll be the good interviewer, then you come in as, as the jerk. <laughs> hey, dude, squash all that. <laughs> what was you thinking with that "Will I Am" track? Yeah. <laughs> on, coffee made me spit my coffee (laughs) (laughs) oh man but let's get into this project man so uh what you gave once you gave it a a a thorough listen through man what what were your thoughts on it
1: okay i had a i was lukewarm on it uh and and this is because even though i didn't have expectations so to speak i had I didn't have high expectations. Or I wasn't really going into the, going into it, checking for anything in particular. It was just certain things that I knew I felt was going to be there. So as far as some likes and dislikes, um, Diamond D's production made the album. Mm-hmm. But my problem with the album is that it, I didn't hear anything that was innovative ground-shaking I didn't hear it where like I felt that you know like he dug deep on the tracks like for instance when I listened to uh, digging in the crates right mm-hmm. Uh I was slipping out over as simple as it was the beat for thick um that was chick Korea but it was like a super tiny obscure section of the song that got flipped so Mm -hmm. diamond d didn't do the beat but still just that flavor of it since it's digging in the crates i just didn't hear any obscure you know that's what digging in the crates is digging in the crates Mm -hmm. you listening for me personally because this is all of them are beat makers uh, pretty much except for a couple of mcs but they go looking for obscure loops, samples, chops, flipping them. So I didn't really hear that on the album, and 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 me, that's kind of what I gravitate towards first. So even though it was some good beats on it, I was a little disappointed with that. Now the other th- one, another thing, you, you felt the beats were good, but they just could have been better. They just they, they just wasn't. It was like he had a batch of beats. He cooked up a batch of beats, and and Talib spit on mm. it. Like man i've been working on this for x amount of time and and then you hear it and you hear the love that went into it and and the the deep samples and chops that they usually you usually get from diamond d or where he didn't muffled something then chopped something added something sprinkled you know such and such in here, and then use like chop up some drums and stuff it was just like he just used basic drum loops and had a little instrumentation on and interpolated a couple samples and then that was it. So, I mean, that's all good, but I just was looking for something a little bit more. Uh, I didn't like how Talib rhymed on uh, a few songs on here. Like I, he was doing this this normal Talib thing, but I could tell he was trying to switch his flow up. It didn't sound right with him. He His, his subject matter was cool. His spitting was cool, but Sometimes you, he got on the track with uh, a couple people, and I'm, I'm not looking at it right now, but he got on the track with a couple people and I and he tried to change up what he did to accommodate the feature. And I was like, don't do that. I think I know the track you're talking about. And then, uh, and, Talking and about that track, uh, I'll tell you later. I, yeah, I think that is it. Yeah, yeah, Diamond I didn't like D, that. When Diamond D did rhyme on here, he, he shined because he's one of the f- producers that can get on the mic and rock. So I was, I was, you know, happy that he did that because I hadn't heard him really doing nothing in a while. But my main qualm, I, I like the album, but I wasn't like, so I'm not trying to diss it or knock it or step on it nothing like that. It's just, like I gave it a thorough listen. I'm a, If it come on in the rotation of a random playlist, I, I check it. But I ain't like, let me find this album. Let me find this album. And I'm I'm typing it into my Spotify playlist or something, or I'm playing it in the car because I want to hear it as I roll somewhere. It might a song or two might show up in a playlist or something, but other than that, you know, I it ain't that it ain't that crucial or nothing like that. It's just basically the album sounds like a digging in the crates project without the influence of digging in the crates. Gotcha, gotcha.
0: Yeah, I I I like the album, but I didn't love it. Um, I think I think Diamond D definitely does his thing on here. It's it's definitely like I said. It, it's got that classic New York feel to it on most of the tracks. <clears throat> um, lyrically, Talib Kweli he he does a lot and he does what he's known to do. He delivers some some pretty sharp battle rhymes. He uh, you know uh, he he speaks on the black experience uh, in America and especially what's what's going on currently. Um, and he he does a good job kind of you know. Doing a, a rear view kind of summary of uh his, his career and you know uh, you know what's kind of led him up to this point and um which was enjoyable to listen to you know in, in different spots on the album they kept the formula for this album uh very simple no frills no bells and whistles no skits no interludes or anything like that which allowed the album to have some consistency um which I like um but I gotta be honest, man, I didn't like any of the guest appearances. Nope. I didn't uh, either. Nope. I didn't even like the Buster Rhymes one. He he sounded nope. he didn't sound like he his his flow did not fit the beat. He sounded kind of mushmouth and lethargic. I um, I agree one hundred percent. I didn't like the John Forte track. Who else was on here? Give me one second. I had it so up. it was some people I ain't never heard of. Oh, Nico is. Yeah. Um, didn't didn't like I said I'll tell you later it's probably the weakest track on there it's, it's the it's the only track on there I don't like I do not like that I that I skip uh, attention span with Sky Zoo was was, was the song was cool I like the little homage right. he did to Slum Village but right miss me with Sky Zoo um now that that being said you don't like Sky Zoo nah man I, I I'm on record many times. Uh, talking about how I just can't get into dude, like. Well, and not
1: not to jump not to jump on a different thing, but that's interesting you said that. Did you like the the the, the album, the P Rock album with SkaiZu? I liked
0: the beats on it, but I didn't like him. Really? It's not that I dislike him. I just he's not an MC who makes me hit the rewind button. Wow. He's, he's I find him extremely boring. I find his rhyme style kind of. Um, what's the word I guess you could say bland I, I he's, he's just an incredibly bland MC now he's not whack he's a dude who has you listen to what he's rapping about he's a, clearly a dude who's about substance and he's got a good ear for production so you but, think he would be better in a group dynamic exactly oh. yep in a group in a okay
1: group.
0: okay yep. I can see that I can he, see that he, and in and, and, and a group he, he'd be like the third string dude in the group Ah, oh, wouldn't say that <laughs> He, you put him with two other MCs. He's he's Wait, So right. he
2: the Dinko D. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yep. Oh wow. Okay. Yep. Yep. He's the consequence. Oh wow. Okay. So um. Yes. <laughs> so with that being said, you know, I, this track it's it's honestly this is Quali's best most consistent album probably since eardrum um really? he's had a lot of albums since then so that being said i did i did like the album i like what he gave me i like how he kept his formula kind of simple he didn't overdo it with you know delivering you a bunch of tracks that you just wait listening to and waiting for them to end um but however this album is not going to win over a new talib kali fans and not that it has to. Not that I want him to try to do that. But, you know, if a, if someone who was a newbie heard this album, I don't, and, and they didn't hear anything else from Taleo Kali, I don't know if they'd necessarily revisit his, his catalog. Okay. If that makes any sense. Yeah, for, for people true. like us, we're going to pick something out of this album to enjoy. um, And enjoy it. But for the uninitiated, this isn't... This isn't going to, you know, it's just not going to win over any, any new fans for him. I'll put it that way. So, but that being said, what would you give the album on a scale from one to ten?
1: Um, I wrote, I wrote down what I thought, but I was on the fence. I, I would give it a it's a comparison thing like on its own on its own merits I would give it like a six or maybe a six and three quarter but okay I'm just saying but it's just it's, my thing is comparatively where I rank it up against some other projects cuz you know it, it i guess that's with anything so i'm gonna stick with that like 6 and 3 quarters not quite 7 but it's like i listen to it but if it come on but i ain't finna, <laughs> I'm not going to go through no efforts you know yeah yeah i got There's you garbage got come on oh yeah i want to i listen to that give me that right right it might grow on me later so i've had that happen too you know what it has grown on me
0: actually because um, I, I, I did the test, I bumped it in the crib and then I bumped it in the car. And there was definitely some stuff that caught me that didn't catch me before. Um, like uh, like his verse on the Buster Rhymes track, The Quiet Ones. He said, right. um, what he say? He said, uh, um, We like to die on the couch getting you half baked. I'm in New York, I'd be seeing a literal rat race. These Nazis still want to give us a literal gas face. They're not satisfied with all the niggas in cash straight. It's criminal. These races addicted to blackface. These rappers act act considerably in bad taste. Uh, with the war so crazy they physically lactate. It, he's, he's got some... It's, it's a miracle what a diamond be digging through mad crates. You know, he's got some good stuff on here. He's got some good bars on here. It's just... You just gotta, you just gotta listen for them and find them. You know that being said, I'm, 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 I'm feeling, I'm feeling a strong six. Um, right. Yeah. I'm okay? Feeling a strong six out of ten. I, you know what? I'll, I'll even give it a six, six and a half out of ten because, because of the bars on here. You know, it's, 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 it's decent. It's a decent album. It's, it's nothing to write home about. But, you know, if, if you grew up on Taleb's music, you'll, you'll, you'll like this. You'll like this. Qu- quick question. Well, you know, two questions rather. Uh, what were your favorite three tracks?
1: Uh, the quiet one. Not in no particular order, but the quiet one, uh, Sons of Gotham, and Chilling While Black. I actually like the fold, so that was kind of a tie between Chilling While Black and the fold. Okay, okay, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, my my three favorite tracks were
0: Sons of Gotham, On Mamas, and the Fold. Um, I, I think those are the three tracks you really can't go wrong with. Well, let me ask you another question: um, Do you think that one producer albums yield better results?
1: Uh, personally, or you mean st- industry standard wise? I- industry standard. Ah, uh, nah, because you want to out because. I guess the thing now is, you know, like people aren't interested in making projects. They make their what they consider an album is a bunch of singles clumped together like a compilation. So it is something that appeals to everybody, and that's why everybody albums have features on almost every song because they want to get to different fan bases. Versus back when albums we consider nostalgically classic. Mm-hmm. Don't have they? Might have like like even like De La Soul albums. They started that. You didn't have you know a lot of features until you know I think one of their albums because nobody did hip hop remixes. Nobody had like a lot of features on their album. De La started that. So, but when you got somebody on a song, it was like and it was rare then. They did It was did, rare. It was something did, special. It was a treat. Oh snap! This is a song with the Jungle Brothers. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and they didn't do it to their second album, right? No, the first one, Buddy.
0: Buddy, Buddy. Oh, wait, wait, Q-Tip. You're right. You're right.
1: You're buddy, right. Had, n- buddy had Buddy had Daylight. I mean, Daylight. But Buddy had Q-Tip and the Jungle Brothers on on the original. You're right. You're right. Buddy was doing that. So. When it happened, you you know it was like something special. That's why it's called a feature. But everybody does it now, so I don't think I think industry wise, pe- people want the variety versus you know you get an album with just a, a solid project that sounds beginning to end with one producer. That's yeah, probably. yeah. Well, well,
0: fe- feature wise, like what if what if the album had. F- features on it but only one producer throughout the whole project do you think that
1: yields good results
0: because I'm starting to notice a trend let me, let me like-
1: give you an example let me give you an example Kendrick Lamar the Pimple Butterfly mm-hmm. he had I'm not going I'm not going to count Anna Wise because she was just background singing for him over the, al- over the course of the whole album but he had like what two three people on the album he had Bilal, Snoop, and Rhapsody. You know, yeah, yeah, and 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 the Bilal, yeah, he had Bilal, Snoop, and Rhapsody. And Anna Wise was doing a lot of background stuff. But he had one producer on that almost that whole album. This is true. So I'm just saying, that that, you know, hey.
0: <laughs> that's. Well, I I think I think it does yield good results. Like, yeah. like Having one producer because I'm noticing a trend like the, the albums that people are have have gotten the best reviews critically within the past few years, they're all one producer albums. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alfredo mm-hmm. just had Alchemist holding it down, Bandana just had Mad Lip holding it down, um, but they Poof, all
1: sound like just had hit boy. Projects you said, what they they sound like cohesive projects because it's just them working together getting into a zone mm-hmm. not hit or miss is we got we found the vibe now let's exploit this and then they they do the whole thing and pick the best song
0: yeah yeah I, I agree I, I think that's what kind of helped this album too it's like if if you told Talia quali okay you gotta pick beats from five different producers for this 10 track album I don't think we would've got what we got what? You know, I think it would have just went way sideways. But um, there you have it, man. There you have it. We both giving this a a six and a half out of ten, I guess. Jason said you said six and three quarters, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah, six and a half, six and three quarters. Okay, cool, cool. Just say high
0: six, whatever you want to call it. Okay, okay. I I respect it. I respect it. Um. Okay. So, real quick, uh, before we dive into the next episode, uh,
1: give me one album you've been bumping lately. Uh to be honest with you, it's been like a compilation of different stuff. Uh it ain't been one particular album. It's just been like a playlist of things. Because I, I, I don't know. It's just like I was been checking the new stuff that's been coming out, but we're one of them we're we reviewing one of them, but the other ones were more like um you know uh Older stuff that you know, like Benita Applebaum or some Patrice Russian or Maze or Matt. Yeah, yeah, that's what
0: I mean. Yeah, just, what, just whatever. Been, it don't gotta be nothing
1: been, new. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just been a mix of different stuff. Some but you know what, I take that back. I've been listening to a lot of old Boogie Down productions. Okay. By any means necessary. Well uh, uh um uh was it edutainment? The one with the Kenny Parker show. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I think is, that, edutain- is that sex and violence or no? That's the um. Yeah, that's that's uh. I think that's on Edutainment. Or okay, entertainment
0: or the blueprint. The one where he was sitting on the steps on the cover. yeah
1: yeah
0: yeah yeah okay. yeah yeah. Yep, that's it. I think that's it. Okay, cool, cool. Well, for myself, I've been bumping uh the J Cole off season. Uh, dope, dope album, man. I I look is forward to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it, you know, it's it's. I don't know how it's going to hit your ears, but you know, I'm I'm pretty much a, a open book with J Cole. Like I just press play and let him take me where he's going to take me. You know, and sometimes I like it, sometimes I don't. You know, but this project is is I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, I, I can't wait to review it. And uh, yeah, yeah, it was dope. It was dope. But uh, but there you have it, people. That's our review. But uh, stick around, man. We got another review coming right up. And so with that, for this quickie episode, we're going to say peace. Peace.
2: Getting them up. Wow. Getting them up. Getting them up. Wow. Wow. Yeah. 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 Plus with the melodrama. Fellas want to hover in my sight, like a helicopter. Like it's a special honor. The stealth drama. Gem proper. Make the ghetto holler. It's a Taking you high like skydivers when we spark the fly wires. Original caveman quest for my fire. Express my desire to drop this new issue. These record executives keep telling me I'm stupid. Now if they write, shut the... Revolutionary, throw lock, your guns up lock. Whether you a bougie broad who acted stuck up Or some ignorant, touch your own I'm shooting the club, up. we gon' make y'all feel this uh, Break y'all spirit if y'all fake that realness Word, we bringing it, bringing it in From the new millennium to way after that I call these cats rentals Cause they plastic wrap Kill all the yapping, let's make it happen You cats ain't real, y'all just a reenactment Better yet, dramatization Soon as the director say action You start faking I start breaking. The whole joint starts shaking. This ain't the time or place for you to prove something. cut the stargazing, y'all move something. Move something, move something. Move something, move 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 something. For. When the night four come we in the right war Capture spilled blood for a cause, not just because Defy the authority and follow God's law Revolutionary entrepreneurs we'll make the fans clap their hands to stop on the floor, now start the applause. Yeah. Thank you very much. Without further ado, let me introduce the rest of my trade. I am up with the world verb, adjective, adverb, pronoun, preposition, yeah. suffix, prefix. I'm burstin' eclipse Me and come out like strands On a double helix My speech seasoned, My dialect, i my region Book on Brooklyn, Brooklyn bed star Eastern Where youth and policemen They're not reach agreement Pressure in the morning Pressure in the evening What's <laughs> that? High <laughs> tech the beat